Most people would agree that 2022 was a rough road. The good news is there are new savings and tax rules that could help boost your retirement savings. We've got the details next. Uncover retirement concepts you need to know. Welcome in to Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping. We're back at it into the conversation with Christina Ping Kepperling. The show is Your Powerful Legacy Radio, and Christina is the CEO of the firm Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. It's all about getting you on track to your retirement. Speaking of on track, Christina's book is The Retirement Train. We talk a lot about it because it's a great book, and you get a copy of it when you meet with Christina. How are you today, Christina? Oh, fantastic. Great to be here with you always, Dave. Just a wonderful, wonderful time. I look forward to it, our get-togethers every week, and especially when we have good news. And this is, I guess you could call this a good news segment because there are opportunities, and you're always looking for opportunities. So we're going to go through some tax and savings opportunities now for this year, starting with um, what's changed with income brackets and withholdings. So first off, most of you have already received all the information you need to get your taxes filed. A lot of people have actually got their refunds so far. I think they're starting to issue those out. So here it comes. These brackets, you may already be benefiting from one of the biggest changes. If you noticed a little bump in your net pay after January 1st, Mm -hmm. there's a good chance that it's connected to the package of adjustments made to the federal income tax brackets and standard deductions by tax agencies. Now, these tables adjusted by the IRS establish how much employers should withhold for federal taxes. The increased bracket means withholding should go down, which means a bump in your take-home pay. So that's that's great news. We'll mm-hmm. take that one. Yeah, yeah, I can't argue with that. What about tax deductions? What's the change this year with that? For next They're year's taxes. <laughs> right. Yeah, so for, for 2023, what you file next year. So yeah. this year right now, so this is something that we want to make sure that you're going to get a little bit of relief. So married couples filing jointly, you'll see a standard deduction of $27,700. This is up $1,800 from 2022. And the deduction for single taxpayers is also rising by $900. It's now $13,850. Okay. All right. I call that good news. You call that good news? I think it's great news. <laughs> right. This one goes to Secure Act 2.0, uh, the and it's the contribution limits have been well. Actually, it's this one necessary, not necessarily Secure Act. They did raise the contribution limits. It's another thing that came from Secure Act. If you're wanting to jump onto the retirement train, choo choo, you need to listen. This is important here. This is so awesome. <laughs> so first off, some good news. Right. The contribution limits being higher, the caps for employee participation plans like your 401ks, 403bs, most 457s and federal TSPs are up by $2,000. It's now 22,500. Whoa. Uh-huh. So because it was 20,000 last year, $500 last year. Additionally, the limit has increased on IRA contributions. The catch-up limit, if you're over the age of 50, is now $7,500. This is a big deal. Yeah, and, you know, I got that confused for a second with it, but it was a new thing that starts in 2025 from Secure Act where they added that age or ages 60 to 63 and even more they of a did. bump That's up. a little older. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. A little yeah. bit of a bump up. It's so awesome. I think that the Secure Act 2.0 has more opportunity for savings, more opportunity to just overall do better for your personal retirement. I don't think there's 
a lot of negativity in there. I think there are a lot of good things. No, there really were. Uh, and, you know, you previewed it and then we reviewed it after it did finally become law. And there's a lot of opportunities there without a doubt. A lot of great Roth opportunities there. A lot of savings opportunities came with that. What about in selling and, and how should you be careful about how taxes can come into that picture? Even though this has been a rocky year for the market, there is still plenty of people coming out ahead when they're selling off their assets. Now, keep in mind that when you make profit off selling assets, you owe the IRS a share of your gains. Exactly what you'll owe Uncle Sam depends on your overall income and how long you held on to the asset. This is a really hefty calculation. However, your tax liability may change for this year. For 2023, the IRS raised its income threshold for its 0, 15, and 20 percentiles and for for its long-term capital get tax long-term capital gains tax rates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's one of those, you, you don't want to have to say the whole thing. That means right. so depending on your taxable income, you have a better chance of paying no tax on profitable assets that you've held for more than a year. Remember those long-term capital gains, that's going to be on something that you held more than a year. So a year and one day, and they did increase that bracket a little bit. So just another opportunity again, to put some more money in your pocket. The great thing about working with Christina is she's looking for opportunities constantly and whether that's in your life or in uh, legislative changes or in changes in the economy. Yeah, there are challenges there, but there are also opportunities to be found. You can schedule, by the way, with Christina with a call to 800-832-1100 or you can text as well. Powerful 800-832-1100. Now, Christina was telling me and also to to convey apologies to any listeners who may have encountered any problems with that phone number we're working on it i've uh, been a couple of bugs but what she wants to make sure that you know for sure is if you try to get through and for any reason you have any kind of problem please go to the website powerful legacy your powerful yourpowerfullegacy.com. if you scroll all the way down You'll see where listeners submit the questions Christina answers on the show every week. And you can also say, hey, uh, I'd like to schedule a a sit down with you. Just scroll all the way down at yourpowerfullegacy.com to have a question. And um, that's where you can uh, just communicate in any way to Christina, and certainly if you want to schedule. Well, it's another thing here, too, from Secure Act 2.0, Christina, and that is the RMD age has been raised again. RMD, Required Minimum Distributions, they can wait. So thank you, Secure Act 2.0. Now we can wait until 73. Mm -hmm. So the Secure Act 2020 changed it to 72 from 70 and a half. Now it's up to 73. So another future benefit in 2024, it eliminates RMDs for Roth accounts in employer-sponsored retirement plans like mm-hmm. your 401k. So if you have a Roth 401k starting in 2024, there's no RMD anymore. This is awesome. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, it never made any sense to me that you had to take an RMD on a Roth 401k. Uh, no, it didn't make know. sense to me either. But I, I do see what they actually do want you to move that to an individual Roth. Mm. I mean, that's what they really do want because the custodianship of that in those groups, they're an accumulation vehicle, not a spending or decumulation vehicle. So uh-huh. when we're talking about what you actually do with your money in retirement. For those of you who did procrastinate, 
the penalty used to be 50 percent. now it's mm. only 25 okay so that's gone down by half but we don't want to pay 25 no, percent penalty <laughs> i want to pay any penalty right. let's make sure and get those on cruise control our clients never have to worry about it we have little timers that are set up mm -hmm. to remind all of the clients and it's automatic when those rmds have to be done and if they don't want to take the money we have a way to move that into something get the taxes paid and we're done so. actually i've been in your Favorable. office when uh, i heard this loud alarm go off like and uh and uh, it was like you know lights flashing and everything and i was like what is that do we need to evacuate <laughs> and you said no that's just the alarm mr johnson's rmd is coming up <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, here is that chance for you to step in that office, too. You'll really enjoy the experience and a limited opportunity every week on this show. Christina opens her schedule to make a comprehensive review available to you at no cost, no obligation. That's right, folks. And when you do give us a call, I want you to expect friendly staff to get you set up for an appointment. We'll follow up with an email. That's going to tell you what you need to bring to this appointment to make sure that we make the most of our time together. We're really looking forward to this. And we did open up 10 time slots this week. I do know that these time slots have been taken over. So I am actually going to increase us just a little bit. We're going to do 12 this okay. next week. All right. We've got to have a little bit more of an opening and I'm going to make it happen in my schedule. I actually have a couple of Saturday appointments with my clients. So I'm going to bump that up to 12 for this upcoming week. Again, just give us a call or text that we're powerful, 800-832-1100. If you can't get through, buzz us on yourpowerfullegacy.com. We did hear a couple of bugs in there. So if you can't get through, just jump on to yourpowerfullegacy.com and then scroll down to the bottom. It says, have a question, fill this out. Just put on there radio caller and put the day and the time and we'll, we'll get right back with you and hold that slot for you. Yeah. Just know that option is there. I mean, it really concerned Christina. She didn't want anyone to have any kind of a hassle at all. And, um, and we're constantly checking it and we're on the case with the number thing. It was just like a couple of bugs or something really weird, but there is a way to get through. And that is a great way. Yourpowerfullegacy.com. If you scroll to the bottom of the screen, uh, then just check uh, and where you can reach out to Christina. That's at the very bottom of the homepage screen. Now that we just, we checked the number before before going on the air, 800-832-1100. Rest assured, we're on the case. 800-832-1100 should have a problem. Or text POWERFUL, 800-832-1100. And get scheduled for this comprehensive review. Limited 12 opportunities, though, to schedule for this week. 12 openings on Christina's schedule. So grab yours. 800-832-1100. Text POWERFUL, 800-832-1100. Or go to the website, yourpowerfullegacy.com. And there is much more of the show to come. In fact, uh, next segment, we're going to look at how a successful retirement strategy can have, should have multiple income streams and, and, and plenty of strategies to achieve the cash flow you need in retirement. One way is an annuity. So Christina's going to break that down straight ahead. We're back. It's Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping Kepperling, CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services, author of the book, The Retirement Train, and also not only on the radio, but on ABC 36, Saturdays uh, twice, actually, at 10 a.m. and Saturday nights at 7 p.m. Well, Christina, this is one of your favorite things to talk about, I know, and we're going to get into annuities, and I'll just say that we've talked about this before. There's a lot of, I don't want to say 
misinformation, but possibly misleading in a broad brush sense misinformation about annuities because there are different kinds of annuities. There are. There's, there are so many different kinds. And I think that people who absolutely hate them are misinformed. I think that that's a, a great way to really phrase that, Dave, because there are a lot of wonderful things about annuities. But when someone is placed in the wrong annuity, that's normally where the problems are. And just like you have, you know, different types of automobiles that people prefer, there are different types of annuities that people prefer. What are you really looking for? So one thing I do want to do is give you just a little bit of a challenge here. So first off, an annuity. All of you out there, raise your hand if you have an annuity. Everyone sh- should be raising your hand. I know Social where you're Social Security going. <laughs> is technically an annuity. Right. Social Security is an annuity. Yeah. All you're doing is you're taking money over a period of time and putting it into a pot or a lump sum into a pot, and then you annuitize, quote unquote, mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. An income stream. All pension plans are annuities. Mm-hmm. That's what they are. Your state retirement plans, they're annuities. So if something is done right, the best part about an annuity is that it's with an insurance company. Okay, I know you insure your home, you insure your cars, you insure your cell phone. Maybe it's good to insure part of your retirement. People love this. This is wonderful. People who have guaranteed income are happy in retirement because you know when that mailbox money is coming. So is it right for me? Um, Annuities do get some criticism and some praise. Both are deserved. So let's talk about what we're really concerned about. So number one is going to be those fees, Dave. We talk about that quite a bit. But again, one criticism is that they come with fees. Yeah, exactly. That goes to a that's a particular kind of annuity, though, right? It is. So fixed annuities, for example, have no fees at all. They work similar to a CD. You invest your money at that rate for a specific period of time. Your return is guaranteed. Boom. No fees built in there. Annuities are backed by the financial strength and claims payable ability of issuing insurance carriers. Fixed indexed annuities can have some fees sometimes, but sometimes have little to no fees. Ask the question to your professional. Now, one annuity where there are high fees, and this is common, is a variable annuity. Mm -hmm. Variable. But when annuities can have fees, the case is you probably can get a higher value for your fee because there could be an income rider that provides a lifetime income stream, but that could also be based on market performance. So that's variable. Even more that lifetime income stream could have a cost of living adjustment benefit to it. This could help kick in and offset some long-term care costs. Whoa, annuities do more than just give income. This is a big deal. What about people who can't afford long-term care insurance, or it may be something that's a use it or lose it. You know, you have good, healthy people and you're a healthy person yourself. A lot of different ways that we can take care of this. I want you to ask the question to your professional. Anytime you're talking about an annuity, ask this question. Is this suitable for me? Show me why. Show me how. Any reputable professional will be able to show and tell you all of those things. That's very important. This is your money. This is your retirement. If you feel like you're being sold an annuity, you're not in the right place. If the advisor starts to squirm in their chair a little bit and they don't want to tell you about the fees, walk out the door. They should be completely transparent on that. That is very important to have that transparency and make sure they're doing what's best for you. That's exactly what 
you you need to be working with someone who's looking out for your best interest. And let me just mention Christina and ways to reach out to her. 800-832-1100 to call, to text, text powerful, 800-832-1100. At the website, yourpowerfullegacy.com. Homepage, scroll all the way to the bottom. And that's where you can actually not only schedule a consultation, but schedule uh, or submit a question for Christina to answer on this show. I think I've told you this before about I, I did a rock star rock band analogy with annuities and the variable is the kind that comes in and late and drunk and tears up the place. You know, they're good, but it's a lot of risk with them. The the fixed annuities, kind of the lounge band, you know, doing cover songs, the carpenters, Casey and Sunshine band. And the <laughs> the fixed indexed annuity is just a good solid rock band. You know, affordable, the ticket price. They put on a great show. Uh, they don't tear up the hotel rooms. Um, is fixed indexed annuity the rock star? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think that uh, it reminds me of my three sons uh, when I was thinking about that, you know, the, the whole band thing. I mean, I can resonate it out. So, um, you know, the fixed index, which has, you know, fixed, obviously, we love that. But indexing opportunities to the upside of the market, that's a lot like my oldest son. Very responsible, but has really good extras about him, you know, a little uh-huh. bit extra. Okay. The fixed, kind of the middle of the road, you know, da, 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 da. Uh-huh. The variable, the youngest one, the wild child, the pain in the butt that you don't know if you can really explain, right? right. <laughs> Very volatile. Uh, you got a good one going on too here. I like that. You're going with I this. I love the rock star analogy too. That's good. And uh, and talk to your professional about that. If you don't know what type you have, I have something disturbing to share. I have someone who called into radio, came into my Louisville firm. And we were going over her entire profile, just, you know, seeing what she has, seeing what we need to do. What does this look like? Starting to set some goals for retirement. I'll be daggone. She had an annuity. She had no idea that she had an annuity. Wow. She didn't even know what it was. I said, can you get me the statement on this? And I knew what it was immediately Mm -hmm. because I knew the company. I knew the product name, all those things. But it just said IRA. The word annuity was not on the annual statement. What? Okay. Well, I knew what it was. Uh So I asked her, can you, did you get a contract on this? Uh, no, I just have one. Uh, The advisor didn't give her a contract on them both. She actually had two annuities. I, oh my gosh. Yeah. If she's listening right now, Sherry, how you doing? (laughs) Yep. She called in. She said, Christina's my hero. Wow. Well, and you know what I'm going to do about that? Nothing. I'm not touching those annuities right uh-huh. now, and I don't recommend that anybody else does because uh-huh. the surrender charges were too much. Oh. Can I make it better? Nope. It's too much of a risk to pull that money out, even if we get better rates. Okay. We, you don't want to do that. You don't want to go backward. So giving something a little bit more time, that's another thing. Don't let a professional talk you in to changing out of your annuity. What? If so, tell me why it is suitable to replace it. Mm-hmm. It's very rare that it is. Talk about it. Yeah. See, see what it's going to be. Yeah, give me a good reason why you're suggesting that. Um, I love when you share how you discover things uh, because you're you're really helping them out. I, you know, I just think of what people may have concerns about with annuities, and you can break it down. And again, I think a lot of these apply to what kind of annuity you have. What about tax concerns? So people do think that annuities can cause some tax concerns, and I'm going to 
just jump through this for just a second. So there is no difference between the tax rate on an annuity and on an IRA or 401k withdrawal. It's qualified money. So yes, there can be taxable income when the funds are distributed and they're essentially the same issues as any taxpayer would face. Mm -hmm. So let's say that you have a 401k and you roll it into an annuity so you can get guaranteed lifetime income period. That's what you're looking for. You want that mailbox money. You want a personal type pension. Well, that money has not had any taxes paid on it yet. If it's a 401k, because it was pre-taxed when it went in the 401k, it stays pre-taxed. You don't want a taxable event. Make sure you're with a professional that knows how to roll that or exchange that properly to where you don't pay taxes. And then boom, you can annuitize it. Make sure they get a W-9 on the front end and we get those taxes taken care of. Mm -hmm. None of my clients get a big fat tax bill. Because I take care of the taxes for them. We have a CPA, one of our powerful partners. Every time we're doing distributions, we're looking at those rates, seeing what we need to have done, and getting it taken care of. What about concerns of lack of liquidity? So this is probably the number one thing that I hear. They're expensive, but the number one thing I hear is lack of liquidity. So if you own a stock and you want to get rid of that, you can easily sell it and have the cash within a few days, right? Mm-hmm. That's called cash liquidity. This is one thing that people say about annuities that, you know, they're not very liquid because they are a long-term investment for retirement income. So in one way, you can say, yes, this is correct. But it is possible to withdraw a certain amount of your money with no penalty every single year. Some of them have accessibility to the money on day one after it's in there. So just speak with your professional, see what that's going to be. I do have people that need money for emergencies. You want to make sure that you leave money for emergencies. Again, being placed properly into an annuity is very, very important. Exactly. You don't want to have to pay any additional fees. Well, And that is key. And also to be with someone who has earned your trust. And, and you know, it, it, because like Christina, when you meet with someone, it may not be for everyone. And if, if you look like that could be a good strategy for you to implement uh, or, an, or employ, well, then what what is the best annuity to suit you with? But I mean, it's one way to find out, and that's to sit down with Christina, especially when you're going to be told and not sold, as she says, and a limited opportunity. In fact, 12 openings on her schedule to schedule this very comprehensive review at no cost, no obligation. That's right, folks. And I do want you to take just a moment and pull out your contract. If you have an annuity right now, pull out your contract and read it. Make sure you understand Most of these documents look like they're very, very complicated. 90% of it is going to be a big fat dictionary of definitions. That's all it is. And if you don't understand the contract, bring it to you. Professional, (laughs) they all read the same. Bring it in here. I'll happily take a look at it, tell you what you have. I'm not going to try to do anything with it. I'll just simply explain it to you. Mm -hmm. As I just shared, I've got a lady that called into radio. She actually had two annuities and had no idea. I'm not doing anything with those. I told her to sit tight. Stand still right now. That's that's a really, really big deal. Stand still. And that's a good point. I mean, I think that, and they could look um, overwhelming and lengthy, the, the contracts, but it also, also, I would think, be good to know that you've got a contractual um, guarantee and, and deal there. But Christina will happily look at that. And there's more to that. And when you schedule with her, she's going to talk to you. She needs to learn about you to be able to suggest what she feels are the right strategies for you. That's being told, not being sold. It's up to you if you want to go forward with Christina. But here's how you schedule in 12 opportunities at no cost and no obligation. 800-832-1100. 800-832-1100 or text POWERFUL. 
to that number. 800-832-1100. And yourpowerfullegacy.com. That's really easy because on the homepage, you just got to scroll all the way down to the bottom. And that's where you can reach out and say you're interested in scheduling with Christina. Or as I mentioned earlier, you can also um, suggest um, or send a, submit a question to be answered by Christina on this show. There's more to come after a quick break. When faced with the loss of a spouse, there are many decisions that have to be made and a wrong financial decision can be costly. So Christina straight ahead is going to share some mistakes to avoid when a spouse passes away. We're back with your powerful legacy radio, Christina Ping Kepperling. You know what? You can catch her on TV too, ABC 36, twice Saturdays, every Saturday, 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. Christina is CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. Uh, and it's uh, on the TV show, who is that um, gentleman with you, Christina? A lot of times. <laughs> That is my husband, uh -huh. Robert. Yes, he is so precious. He's doing a really, really good job. So I wanted to take just a moment and I would like to congratulate my darling husband one year oh. with Powerful Legacy. Okay, great. Yes. He left his corporate job. He was the vice president of claims for Erie Insurance. I've been with the company for 17 years. I oh, mean, wow. he really took a big leap to come and work with wifey. So bless his heart. Yeah, that, that's great. And, um, and you two do such a great job on TV, just as you do on the radio here every week. So again, that's ABC 36. And uh, that is Saturdays at 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. We're going to talk about something that's not exactly pleasant, but Christina, you know, to include this in, in, in the whole process of building in strategies for retirement. And that is what happens in the event of the death of a spouse? Um, we're going to look at some of the things that can happen then and some things to be aware of. Let's start, Christina, if we could, with the tax implications. Well, first off, again, just like we ended the last segment, I want to tell you to just stand still. One of my really, really good friends, um, for a lot of you out there that have seen us out and about, you probably see pictures of us on Facebook hanging out. We like to visit some local wineries and have a good time. But she lost her husband, and I've managed her money for over a decade. And she called me immediately, you know, what, what do we do now? I said, well, first off, nothing. Stand still. The only thing you need to do is just report the debt to Social Security. That's, that's the only thing. Everything else, we already took care of it. Just stand still. I don't want you making any financial mistakes. A lot of widows and widowers, they'll overspend and things that they don't need, trying to fill a hole that's not able to be filled. So just stand still and let's talk about all the things that we need to do to make sure the rest of your life is going to be safe and mm -hmm. taken care of. Mm -hmm. The tax implications. So this could push you into a higher bracket because you're now single. That's a big deal. That's right. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. So that does change then mm -hmm. how you file. Yes. And then also Social Security the smaller check goes away. So let's say that a husband is collecting $3,000 a month and a wife is collecting 1500 When, let's say, the husband passes away, which most ladies will die single, most men will die married because women do live longer and the good die young. Right, gentlemen? <laughs> so <laughs> because of that, we want to make sure that you understand that the lower Social Security check would be gone once a spouse passes away. So... You have to 
discontinue that $1,500 payment that's going on. Again, you have to contact Social Security immediately or they'll make you pay that difference back. So we got to be careful. The death benefit, you know, 255 bucks. Wow. So that, um, see, I like to, you know, I always think of you when you're dealing with a married couple, you're, you're building in strategies for the now and for the hopefully a long time into the future when they're together and enjoying their retirement. But you also have the strategies that you can go to and would need to go to when this happens. That's probably going to happen. So yeah. yes, absolutely. We're going to be very thorough. Another thing too, about just an overall strategy. I, I do have someone that kind of made me go, huh? They came in and said they needed a second opinion. Mm -hmm. And her current advisor, who she's been with for more than 15 years, said, yep, you can retire at this age. Everything's good. There was no decumulation strategy at all. Oh, man. It didn't even exist. Well, you have to have it. So first off, where do you get that information from? You can get a report all you want to that shows what the stock market could do, but that's not a decumulation strategy. Mm -hmm. Second... What in the world was going to happen if she went into long-term care? Right. None of that was even discussed. Oh. Social Security, Medicare, Medicare supplements, none of that was even discussed. We do all those things with our powerful partners. There's I mean, a one-stop shop here. That's what we do. Not that you're shopping, but just I want you to feel like you can come in and truly get everything done. You well, don't have you, to think yeah. about it anymore. You know it needs to be uh, done. Um, we're looking at what to consider, what to be aware of in when, when it happens, the death of a spouse in retirement, uh, something that Christina knows to certainly incorporate into her strategies working with clients, 800-832-1100 uh, to schedule with Christina, 800-832-1100, text POWERFUL to that same number, also the website, yourpowerfullegacy.com. And I think part of that uh, looking ahead strategy session and, and, and process that you have is to avoid hasty moves. As you said, what are you saying? Sit, sit still, stand still uh, for a moment, uh, and, and and don't make hasty decisions. Because you wouldn't want people taking any unplanned withdrawals, You know, for instance, to make up for that change in their income. This could be a really big deal because not only are you changing your income bracket, especially if you've you know lost your spouse, you have to file married and separate one year or I mean, I don't, I don't know what they're going to end up changing it to mm -hmm. because every situation is different. But let's just say um, my husband, for example, he lost his late wife, his first wife in uh, May of the year. So for that year, more than six months, he was technically single. He had to file single. Okay. Right. So that's the way that works. If they were to pass away toward the end of the year and they were married for that year, they can file married joint, married separate. Or, okay. It's just it's just going to depend Golly. on how and when things happen. Yeah. There are so many different facets. And, and speaking thereof, you have to be flexible. You can have the best laid out strategy in the whole world. Mm -hmm. But what if something happens? What if there's a stroke or a heart attack or a major issue? I've, I've got a lady who her son was in a really bad accident and she's now taking care of him because he'll never walk again. I mean, a lot of things could happen. Mm. So you have to be flexible with that, too. Yeah, I mean, it's not like it's static. Uh, it, it definitely needs to be flexible for life changes or even, as we've talked about in the last year, changes in the economy. So if the spouse who dies is already taking required minimum distributions and the surviving spouse is younger, uh, 
What what happens with that? I mean, you definitely don't so want to forget really to take theirs if you need to, right? Right, but you could get dinged with that 10% penalty if the spouse is younger than 59 and a half years old. And I did have this happen. I've got a gentleman who was 65 and his wife was only 58. He died at 65. So she was under 59 and a half years old and she received all of his IRA money. Well, now it's an inherited spousal IRA. So taxed as ordinary income. We, There's no stipulation <laughs> have for to that. Sit down and talk about it. If she if she, so, to avoid there it? are. Yep, there are some stipulations, and of course, you know, if she's completely retired and over fifty five, there are other stipulations. I mean, there are so many different loopholes in here. Yeah. And again, I'm not a CPA, but I do have a CPA right here at my beck and call. That's very important to have those partners that can take care of it because there are multifacets to retirement. What what if the one who died though was taking RMDs? Uh, let's say they were over seventy three, but the surviving is under. I mean, obviously, if they still have to take it, they don't want to forget about it. Speaking of penalty, right? So yes, if the, if it's RMDs, and that can apply too. So they changed the RMD rules for non spousal inherited IRAs. But for spousal inherited IRAs, if your spouse is over the RMD age, you have to continue those RMDs because it's based on your spouse's life. So, <laughs> again, mm. a lot of taxation issues that could end up being a really big problem. And it depends on when they died, too. Okay. That's the other part. If they passed away a few years ago, there's a different rule than if they didn't. So does the RMD start for that spouse's age or for the surviving spouse? depends on when the spouse died that's another piece to that puzzle you know what you're telling me is that you really need to have again just like we talk about all the time with retirement of today it's more important than ever to work with a professional and it is very important help you get through this well you know what happened during covid dave is that probate court was delayed dramatically oh yeah and I do have um, a client that is a judge in Lexington, and she made a statement to me and said, we're so busy taking care of violent crimes and domestic situations, making sure children are protected, right? that we just don't have the time for probate court because we're so restricted with staff and, you know, there's Zooms and everything else. So a lot of people, their estates drug out for two, three, four well, I years. I imagine. Man. So when I say, you know, it just, it depends on when that person passed away. Right. I've got a client that her dad right. passed away back in 2018. They were in the middle of probate and probate was hung up. They're still not done. Oh, no. 2023. Yes. So this is a really big deal. Yeah. And what do we need to do with that money? Well, the rules change, but it depends on when that person died. So a lot of different moving parts there. No doubt. Boy, it's a lot of moving parts just overall in retirement. Yeah. I always, I always think, too, of um, people who meet with you, they leave. You have to feel good because at least you've got a better handle on these moving parts and actually had a kind of a glimpse of um, what your retirement can be. Uh, Christina opened her schedule 12 slots on it, and you can be one of those to claim it's no obligation and no cost if you'll go ahead and, and, and settle in. Christina, no, as we always talk about, it's it's really, it should be a fun experience for people coming in. It should be fun, yes. I, I'm going to give you, you know, the normal situation is when people come in, they're a little stressed, even if you're coming in for a second opinion, because obviously something's missing. If you're calling in to talk to us or you've been to a seminar and you've got to come in and talk to us, 
you've obviously missed something in your current strategy or you haven't started your strategy at all. That's fine. I do have a lady. She attended one of my seminars in Louisville and I, I think I got the biggest cackle of my career. It was so funny hmm. because my staff contacted her, let her know, Hey, we have you set up for an appointment this day, this time, this is what you need to bring with you. Well, she kind of went back and forth. Well, where am I supposed to get this? Where am I supposed to get that? And then she messaged ultimately the day of the appointment and said, this is too much like homework, getting all this stuff together. And I don't think I need to do any of this for oh, retirement. And no. I just laughed so hard. I thought, <laughs> you're going to oh, go, you're about getting your documents together. You yeah. definitely are not going to make this one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and some people come to you and, uh, and I know that, um, and I understand this, they bring you statements they haven't even opened. And I totally understand yes. that. Totally understand yes. it. I'm scared of everything. The faith system. <laughs> yes. They have a lot of faith because they don't even open it. They just bring it in uh, and I dump it. it on my conference room table. And no, I don't want to deal with it here. I'd rather do that than be kind of scared about it. Not because I don't totally understand it. Just, you know what? Let me just open it when I'm in front of Christina. I'm not going to just go through this and lose <laughs> sleep. I'm just going to wait. Till you want to get in front of Christina? Here's how you do it. 800-832-1100. Text powerful. Same number. 800-832-1100. 800-832-1100 or yourpowerfullegacy.com. We'll close it out with Christina answering the listener questions. Coming up, Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping Kepperling. Your Powerful Legacy Radio moving into Q&A with Christina Ping Kepperling, the CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. What a great firm, too, and a great team, and the outside partners as well. If you'd like to submit a question uh, to Christina, this is really easy. Her website is yourpowerfullegacy.com. But if you scroll to the bottom of the homepage, that's where you can submit your question to be answered on the air by Christina. Like this one from Harrodsburg. A coworker recently used the phrase mega backdoor Roth IRA, and I pretended to understand, but in reality, I was completely confused. I've heard you talk about Roth conversions on the show, but a mega backdoor Roth IRA, is that even a real thing? Yes, it's a real thing. Now, you do have to make sure that you meet your 401k employee contribution limit. There's a ratio or a pro rata rule to that. But yes, it does exist. If you want to talk about that, that could be right for you. This is normally for those that are very high income earners. So this is going to be someone who's seeking some tax relief in the future and your high income currently. That's what that's really for. Okay. Well, that I, I was kind of thinking that when just from mega, because <laughs> I, I thank that sounded you. kind of like a humble brag is what that was. Uh, I mean, we know uh, you're making mega income. Be mega. <laughs> that doesn't make you mega cool or mega nice. <laughs> that's nice. right. That's right. I did a mega backdoor. It sounds like a topper. <laughs> you're you're at a cocktail party and someone said, you know, my my financial person told me I should do a backdoor Roth. Well, I did a mega backdoor. It's kind of like my brother-in-law <laughs> thinks that uh, rich people have voles and non-rich people have moles. He says voles sounds like <laughs> for rich people. I don't really know the difference in moles and voles. <laughs> but he, he did no the idea. rich person going, oh, we have voles. 
not moles. Well, I can guarantee you if you have to go to a hospital that the blood you're receiving is going to come from the same person. Boy, it doesn't matter. We all bleed the same. And That's right. If you're that much on a high horse, uh, you're probably not someone I'm going to keep company around. I anyway. believe That's, that. Definitely. That is just a number on a page. Well, it My is. And, and, and yeah, many people who have big numbers on a page don't act like that. I just wanted to say no, vole. We have voles. Mount Vernon. I've had the privilege uh, of being around a couple billionaires dave and you would never even know they're billionaires oh me too office and yeah he's in jogging pants and tennis shoes absolutely and and the other one was in cowboy boots and blue jeans and a dirty shirt fine people too (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah not not impressed at all what yeah i no 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 same here same here on that uh mount vernon i am 50 I make 65000 a year. My company does not offer a 401k plan, but I recently opened a Roth IRA with a contribution of 10% of my paycheck. Is this a good investment for me? And how much can I expect to make in 10 years when I'm planning to retire? Okay. So first off, yes, I think that's a good idea. You're 50 years old. So catch up contribution, you can put up to 7,500 in there. So 10% of your paycheck, you're making 65,000. You're okay. You're not going to go over that, have any penalty. And what should you expect as far as in the future, how much you're going to have? Well, if you take that, let's just say 6,500 and multiply that out by 10, $65,000. Well, what is the interest rate that you're earning minus the cost of living adjustments and all those type of inflation, however, that's going to run that we want to put in there. So you could expect your, you could be somewhere and how is it invested? I mean, if it's directly in the market, what if you put in 6,500 and you lose it the next year, you know? Mm -hmm. So how much should you expect to make in 10 years when you're planning to retire on $6,500 a year going in? Well, you're only gaining that momentum on that amount year after year. So, of course, by year five, you've got quite a bit more in there. You know, you're over 30000 But, I mean, I would say somewhere around that seventy five to $80,000 if we've got a good fair push. That's young, 60. That's their, that's their target age, sounds like 60. If that's all they have, that's probably not going to get them where they need to be. Well, why not sit down with Christina? That's what I'm thinking. 800-832-1100 or text POWERFUL, 800-832-1100. Louisville, my mother-in-law is 61, and she has savings, but nothing invested in the way of employer plans or IRAs, anything like that. Now, the initial plan has been to live within her means and rely on Social Security. Could she invest in bonds or maybe an index fund, or is there a structured uh, or any kind of strategies that you would recommend? So once again, what we're looking for is what's the of investment for her that's going to meet that goal. And I think anytime you talk to a professional, I'm, I'm not going to answer that. What is best for her? She could invest in any of the above. She could put some money into some CDs. She could put it in a money market. I mean, just depends on what she's wanting to do. Does it need to stay liquid Does she, if for emergencies or accessibility? Is she trying to protect that money? If she was to go into long-term care, there are ways to do that. So it just depends on what she's really looking for. Mm-hmm. But the number one thing that we need to talk about here is what is her risk tolerance? If she's living within her means, that's good. But how much of that is she willing to lose? That will determine what type of investment it'll be in. Paris, what is a good rule of thumb to use when it comes to budgeting for long-term care insurance? Rule of thumb. The sooner you get it, the cheaper it is. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. <laughs> and, you know, you talk about other options, too, that are alternatives to that. 
There are, yes. So life insurance is not just death insurance anymore. There is a new life insurance. I like to call it, you know, the modern life insurance. Mm -hmm. You can actually rope in some long-term care coverage. We've got some term plans that have long-term care included, universal plans. Then we have some that are based on critical chronic and terminal illness based on your activities of daily living, like bathing, toileting, dressing, transferring, and eating. So I know that was just a really big mouthful there, but there are other ways to skin a cat. There Mm -hmm. are ways to have a strategy that is going to be best for you. Let's just say that you're in your 50s and you buy long-term care insurance. Well, first off, unlimited long-term care doesn't exist anymore. And let's say that your premium is $150 a month. Okay, that's wonderful. And let's just say that that premium never increases, which that's not always the case. Well, 150 times 12 is 1800. Well, let's say that you've had the plan for 25 years. So you've invested $45,000. And then you don't need long term care, you pass away comfortably in your sleep. Gone with the wind. It's gone. So what if you could have a death benefit on top of having long-term care coverage? That's where that new insurance or modern insurance comes Mm -hmm. into play. Again, speaking with a professional, an insurance professional, if they're knocking on your door asking for your business, probably not what's in your best interest. They probably are a one-trick pony. They only have one company and their company's making them go out and about in the community and get sales. Mm. Go to somebody who knows what they're doing and again, Ask that question, is this suitable for me? Why is this the best? If they're not bridging that gap, well, you got to make sure that they are. That's what you're really looking for. Insurance is meant to indemnify, not to make wealthy. That's how that's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Well, great question. Absolutely. And uh, Christina can go over a lot of the the, um, alternatives even with you. I want to mention the website again. It's how you can submit a question to be answered by Christina on the show. That is yourpowerfullegacy.com. If you scroll to the very bottom of the homepage, that's also how you can schedule an appointment with Christina. Uh, Since you're there, submit the question, schedule the appointment, Uh, knock out uh, both of them right there at the same time. Uh, Finally, from Berea, uh, I'm 65, going to be retiring in June of this year, 2023. I have about $150,000 in my Roth IRA, about $450,000 in my 401k. Does it matter which one I start taking money from first, or should I just take some from each? Yes, it does matter. That's a really big tax implication right there. So first off, there are a lot of missing pieces to this. So if you're 65... And you retire in June of 2023. Are you going to take your Social Security? If you take Social Security, you're also in Medicare. So we've got to get that taken care of. And then also, what is the maximum that you can withdraw and not affect Social Security in any way? How is that taxed? So we may be talking about a partial from Roth, partial from your qualified account. What is the decumulation strategy if you've left that 450000 in your 401k, are you just going to call them and say, when you need a withdrawal, do you have someone watching the taxes? What is that going to look like for you? So these are very, very common questions. This last question here, I'm retiring in June of 2023, okay? If you haven't seen a professional and you don't know exactly how much money you're going to have, chances are you're just not going to make it because you've got to have a decumulation strategy how much income is actually needed? That's not on here. You know, what if you only mm-hmm. need $1,000 a month? Right. And your Social Security is 2000 a month. Just not sure. 
I'm always amazed at the diversity of concerns here. And then, of course, they're all important, and it's all about heading to retirement. But the strategies are certainly different for everyone. Christina knows that. The on-track retirement system is not a cookie-cutter system. It's actually implemented in a custom fashion after Christina meets with you, which you can schedule. Now, it's a final opportunity to meet with Christina. You get a copy of her book, The Retirement Train, Be Among the Twelve. And there are some left to schedule. So, Christina, and it is comprehensive. You get into a lot in this. We do, yes. And we do have specific software that is just for this. This is not something that you can just go in and hand calculate it out. I've got a really good friend who I just absolutely love and adore, just had a back surgery and is healing from that. But he's been an advisor for over 40 years. And he Mm. actually called me because he knows I have Social Security software that shows the break even when's the best time to file Mm -hmm. what are those ages you know what putting modified adjusted gross income in there spousal benefits everything else he doesn't do that but he knows i do so professionals do different things and what's available you know a, a lot of times so in his advising years all he does is accumulate money and grow money and it's based on the market and he's paid a fee for that and it's very handsome that's great but there's no decumulation. There's no strategy and there's nothing available to talk about what is your income going to be. It's all based on what if the market goes down by 50%? Can you cut your income in half? Those type of things go on when you're in that type of management. There's nothing wrong with moving over to a strategy that is best for this stage of life. And it makes me think about cars, Dave. Doesn't that make you think about cars? You know, when you're young, you've got that <laughs> little coupe. You're awesome. You're cool. <laughs> then along comes uh, a kid. You can't put a car seat in the back of a coupe. It just doesn't work out. Minivan so time. <laughs> or SUV. It's minivan time. Yeah, right. Four door. Yeah, there it is. Well, then you get a couple of kids. It's, it's minivan mm-hmm. because they're awesome. I don't care what you say. You can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> I understand the SUV looks cooler. But the first time they open that door and ding into the car beside you, it's right. not cool. Yeah. The sliding doors are I like are that awesome. part. I do, I do too. Yes. Yeah, like so that. easy to get in and out of. They hold all the stuff you need. So yeah. that's great. Well, then once you get to that cool phase, my kids are bigger and the two older ones drive themselves. So I don't need to have the six passenger vehicle anymore, but I still want a little bit of Costco room. I literally am driving my dream car that I wanted now. So my midlife crisis came early. It's great. I love it. It's so fun for me to drive every day. And, you know, what's it going to be in 15, 20 years? I probably won't be able to get up in it because it's really tall. So I'm going to have to go back to something a little bit smaller. Right. So it's, you know, different stages of life, different types of automobiles. Well, that's it. Same, that's it. same different. Again, that goes back to the custom approach that Christina takes. 800-832-1100. Text power, call or text powerful 800-832-1100. The website, yourpowerfullegacy.com. The show, Your Powerful Legacy Radio. We'll see you next week. advisory services offered through Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. Christina Ping and her guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. 
Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. By contacting Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.